While we all love Harry Potter, the series, and the fandom, we cannot ignore the author's distaste with the LGBTQ affinity, especially the trans community. She is no longer the reason why these books are so magical to us and the millions of fans worldwide. These books and the world that they created are bigger than her. If you were affected by this ignorance and hatred, please know that we are here for you. All those affiliated with Until the Very End, we are here for you. Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, if one only remembers to turn on the light. What's, What's up, up witches? witches? Hi guys, gals, non-binary pals. I'm Abby. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a Hufflepuff. And my name is Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm a Gryffindor. How are you? I'm good. You're so beautiful. You're more beautiful. Shut your mouth. You are rocking that messy bun today. I always like how it's on one side of your head too. <laughs> it's, it's always your right, I think. <laughs> you know why? Because I always have my head tilted. <laughs> there was one day where mom came over and was helping me hang paintings. And like she had it up on the wall and she's like, is that straight? And I was like, yeah, it looks straight. And she looked at me and she put the painting down and she like moved my head because my head was <laughs> tilted and it looked straight when it was tilted. Um, Did so you I see think- that TikTok where the girl gets her bangs cut and she's like raising yeah. her eyebrows and then she gets a cut and she like lowers her eyebrows yes. and her bangs are like way too short. <laughs> yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> Oh man, my luck. <laughs> As somebody who's always got their eyebrows raised and always like, eh? and as someone who cuts their own bangs, that's super scary. Yes. <laughs> you would think that it would just make us stop, but no, no, I'm still going to nope. do it. Yep. I'm going to save that $5 and do it myself. <laughs> Yours is only $5? Uh, my old, um, not old in age, but the one your previous my hairdresser that I used to go to. Yeah. Um one was free, one was five dollars. And now I'm kind of still shopping around for a new hairdresser. Mm-hmm. Mine got a like a nine to fiver. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like testing everybody out. How totally much is yours? Fifteen. Ah! Nope. I'll cut your bangs. Come over here. You just gotta step in front of me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I can do it the other way so drive 40 minutes <laughs> to get my bangs cut every week for free for free you cut yours every week um I usually trim them up every other week or so okay but yeah, when I would I go to other. yeah when I um would go to my girl she like I went there one time and she cut them too short <gasps> and she's like what do you think and I was like they're very short <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like oh I did that so you didn't have to come back and pay as much you know consistently. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I would have rather had to pay more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was definitely wrong. Do you still go to her? I I do because that was, (laughs) that was the only time that I have gotten my bangs trimmed with her. It was also at the very beginning of our relationship, um, as the service provider and the service taker. And she, I believe has learned her lesson. (laughs) I don't mean to sound like a total Karen with this, but I was like, they're very short. (laughs) Oh, she's like my old girl. She, every time she cut my bangs, she was like, now, um, I know you're very picky about your bangs. I was like, please, I just need a little thinned out. And like, they need to hit underneath my eyebrows, but not Mm -hmm. too deep into my eyelashes. And 
I'm very particular if yes. they're going to be in my face and like mm-hmm. a main focal feature, they mm-hmm. need to be good. Yes. I try to be very like low maintenance and chill about a lot of things, but my bangs, no, absolutely not. Yeah. You're I my, have one thing. <laughs> I have one thing that I love more than anything <laughs> in this world and it is my bangs. <laughs> my bangs. <laughs> Damn it. So how are you? What are you watching? What are you reading? What I'm are you good. doing? You know, um, why don't you start this off? Because I'm having a total brain fart and I'm not even sure what I'm watching right now. So I'm going to pull know, up my list. <laughs> totally fine. I was thinking of this earlier and I was like, what am I watching? Well, I finished season one of Fargo. What else am I doing? And I was like, I don't know. That's it. I think <laughs> I don't yeah. think I've even watched a movie in the last week. Nope. Me neither. I think uh, last Saturday I just slept a lot. <laughs> and that was it um I'm current on a million little things Mm -hmm. um it's just a tv show that Chris and I watch Mm -hmm. weekly and we really like it we've watched it since the beginning and then we watched season one of Lock and Key when it first came out it's a tv series it's on oh shit just backed out accidentally hmm. it's on oh, netflix and I just erased all my notes <laughs> <laughs> it's on netflix um it's like this supernatural type mm-hmm. of tv show um it is good we we really liked the first season and then we missed when season two came out so now it's been a long time since we watched season one and me and chris are like we don't need to watch it again we've got it and we started season two and we're like what the fuck is happening in this mm-hmm. tv show and then we watched a recap so we're like okay we've got it but every single episode we're like what the fuck are they talking about and we're like mm-hmm. oh yeah oh now we're just trying to watch season two just so we can finish it <laughs> yeah every time i'm i think we did that once with some show i don't even know what where I was like, oh, I don't need a recap. I remember what happened the last season. And now we will always at least watch the finale just to kind of have that fresh in our brains before we start yes. the next season. Otherwise, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I don't even yeah. know who the main character is anymore. Like every character, I'm like, who the fuck is this person? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Well, wait, who's this person then? Are these people the same people? No, they're not. They just look similar or something. When we started watching Game of Thrones... <laughs> Oh, in season two, when you meet Stannis Baratheon, I don't know why, but when I saw the character, I was like, oh, I bet he's not going to be important. So I didn't pay attention to his storyline. And of course it was the character that was there for like the rest of the series, like up until what had aired at that point. So that Dude, was a big yeah. reason why I had to rewatch the whole series again later. Cause I'm like, I didn't thought that guy was just going to be some guy talking for a second yeah nope. he's probably gonna die in three episodes anyway <laughs> nope <laughs> lasted for several more Man, seasons that show i really liked game of thrones but like mm-hmm. every single one i was like don't fucking mm-hmm. talk to me i need to be in the zone except for like every person that came onto the camera or mm-hmm. on the screen i was like who's that again got it mm-hmm. who's that again got it <laughs> Yes. Chris is probably like, oh my God, just write these <laughs> you, things down. You're not even watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> I am watching it. There's just too much shit going on. <laughs> um, what about you? Have you done anything fun? No, literally nothing. <laughs> Sometimes that's actually really nice though. Yes. We are getting into the really busy season um, at work and I just... So when I get emails, like I always respond to them, but I don't start working on them because I prioritize based on what's time sensitive and what's not. 
Um, so today is Thursday. I finally was able to get rid of and complete all of the emails from Monday in my inbox. Ugh. I know. So if what is not urgent, fun. it's, it's like, all right, well, that's on the last thing on my list that I'm going to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I totally yeah. get that. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into trivias? Yes, let's. Um, I go first. I go first. Okay. I can't um, wait for us to have the same question because I, I actually have two trivias because I was like, well, this one she's definitely going to do. Oh, well, let's uh, see. we'll see. We'll see. Um, so this chapter, which I will be covering, is the Boggart in the wardrobe. And we learned that a Boggart is like this shape-shifting entity that what I know where you're going with yeah, this. <laughs> duh. It's the easiest question. And I have to know because I want to know everybody's. Um, boggarts are things that you are the most afraid of. What would your boggart be? Um, Abby, I'm glad you asked me that because I was going to ask you that. And I was like, Abby's for sure going to ask me that. Yeah. So I've been thinking about my answer all day <laughs> and I am going to pull a Mrs. Weasley here. Mm-hmm. And my greatest fear would be seeing my family dead because mm-hmm. I am a mom and I, I'm even going to throw my animals in there. It's mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah. Um, I do not handle death well. I don't know if anybody does because no. we all just deal with it differently, but we still deal with it. My nose it's, tickles for you right now because your cat keeps touching it with the so tail. hard to take your conversation seriously. <laughs> my cat has her ass and her tail in my face and was like swiping it ever so close. But it would just kind of hit my face every so often. So I totally understand and get that. Yeah, for sure. What your boggart but would be. What I really struggle on is how I would get rid of this boggart. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep trying to think of what Mrs. Weasley did to get rid of it. She didn't do anything. But all I remember is it just turning into a different person mm-hmm. in her family. And I'm like, Molly, yeah. I need to know how you got rid of this thing. Somebody else took care of it for I her. I know, but I need to know what she would do. I I honestly think about that all yeah. the time is what yeah. would Molly Weasley do? And I don't think she could be able to do anything because she was so stricken with, she was so distraught and just completely overwhelmed with the sight of what she was seeing. Yeah. Um, Because even when she saw it was the twins are dead, not one of them. It was both of them together. And I don't think she could have been able to do anything. It would have just kept repeating until somebody realized what was was going on immobilized yeah yeah paralyzed sure. i guess mm-hmm. yeah um abby on the lighter note i have a question yeah. for you wait did you say yours what's yours um it would either be death either my own or someone in my family damn girl um, that's the or, same thing i was going back and forth on i was yeah. like me or <laughs> yeah because there was one day where i was driving home from work and i was like man if i got hit by a car right now and died it's just like lights out man that fucking yeah. sucks. And I had like fucking like Dude. epiphany of death on my drive home. I'm like, you need to wait till you are not in a um, heavy machinery <laughs> to have yeah. this thought. Yes. I have to um, cross like this busy road, busy-ish mm-hmm. road whenever I take the dogs on a walk. And I'm like, I swear to God, I feel like I'm mm-hmm. going to get hit on this road one day. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So it would either be that or um, a more like everyday fear is just like a bug, like a giant bug. Yeah. If you know that if I see a bug, I close my mouth because I'm so terrified of it flying into my mouth and then going to my stomach and laying eggs. And now I am not only pregnant, but I am pregnant with bugs. <laughs> and that's like, I terrifying. want you to know that that's not possible at all. I know it's not. Okay. Just want to make sure that you knew that. But I'm still so scared. <laughs> like I, if I flush a, let me rephrase that. If Matt flushes a bug down the toilet, I'm terrified that it's going to like, not, it's going to stay where it is. It's going to survive and it's going to come up my asshole later. (laughs) Or do you know what I do? It's going to know and it's going to like exact revenge. (laughs) So I wrapped the bug in a toilet, like a wad of toilet paper. Yeah. And then I flush it and I watch it go down and then I flush it again and watch it go down. Like we're going all the way down the pipes. <laughs> so I can't have the flap open when I flush because then all that bacteria is coming out because I don't like germs <laughs> like that. Um, so it's, you know, there's a lot going on in my mind. <laughs> Wait, did you say that you were low maintenance earlier? <laughs> yeah, I try to be oh, low okay. maintenance. Okay, oh, there you go. You're the worst kind. <laughs> you, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Now I'm just pointing out the obvious to everybody right now. <laughs> I said I've tried to be high low maintenance. <laughs> Have you tried to be high maintenance? You've nailed it, baby girl. Oh, mama. <laughs> just when it okay. comes to bugs, I don't like them. <laughs> your bogger is definitely a giant ass bug now. Yes. And it's gonna fly straight at your mouth. <laughs> I also have a very easy gag reflex when it comes to bugs and gross things like that. Um, so I would just, I just peace out. I would just let accept the fate that the bogger is out to kill me. Oh yeah, for sure. Just like walk away or just like yeah. scream bloody help. Mm-hmm. Help please yeah. for the love of God. Oh my God. Okay. I still have two questions. So I had to figure out which one I want. I actually oh, had three questions for you. Oh my God. Okay. okay. I'm going to ask both. Abby, who is your favorite teacher out of all the teachers that we meet? In Harry Potter, not in real life. <laughs> right, not in real life, in Harry Potter life. <laughs> um, so character-based, I really like Minerva McConaughey. Mm-hmm. I think she is a bad bitch. Um, mm-hmm. If I was her student, though, I don't know if I would like her as much because I'm like, fuck, lady, like, stop being so goddamn strict. Um. I do really like Lupin and I very much like, um, Slughorn. Mm-hmm. I definitely Slughorn? I those. Yeah. He's great. Okay. Okay. I think he's, you know, really good on, um, well, I mean, there are bad qualities about him, but that's all of us. Um, but yeah, I think truly. like the one book that we really get to see who he is, like, he's a good guy. He's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, but I really do like Lupin. I like him as a person. I go back and forth between Lupin and McGonagall. I don't think I would mind the strictness too much Mm -hmm. um, because she does have her soft spot, her soft spots. Yes. But um, both are total baddies for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. 
She got hit and by I have a stunning piece... curse like five times. She did I not know. die. No. That girl, she got it going. Bitch is like, I'm not just not the her. one taking me down. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, hell no. I refuse. <laughs> yeah. And also, there's Bellatrix. <laughs> yes. Also, let's talk about the fact that her Patronus is a cat. So her Patronus <laughs> is herself. <laughs> yes. I am the baddest thing you're ever going to come across. She's like, no one can protect McGonagall better than McGonagall. Trust no bitch. I got me. Yes. (laughs) What was your other question? What? I have a trivia question for you. What is Remus Lupin's middle name? John. Good one. Yes. It's so ordinary. (laughs) We're like... We're going to throw in some mythology over here. We're going to throw in mm-hmm. some French over here. And John. <laughs> John. <laughs> I bet for his John was like, no, I have one, one say in here. Just mm-hmm. let me do the middle name. We are already naming our child Wolf Wolf. We are not going to let him. <laughs> his name Wolf, John Wolf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, hilarious. hilarious. Well, we have a story to get to. We do. We've got a chapter to get to. Let's get to it. Chapter seven, the bogger in the wardrobe. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out now. I got this from litcharts.com. They're lit. That's what the kids say. Um, and then Screen Rant did an article that I'm going to reference. Um, and then uh, Harry Potter Wikipedia, which is like just gold. Everybody, <laughs> everybody just give them $5 because we all use money. them so much. Yes. Just thank them every now and then. Every now and then. Malfoy remains in the hospital until Thursday morning when he comes to potions halfway through class. Snape idly tells Malfoy to settle down and Harry scowls. He knows that Malfoy is playing up his inner injury and that Snape would have yelled at him if he was the one to come in late. Malfoy sets up his cauldron next to Harry and Ron and asks Snape to help cutting up um, Snape asks Snape for help cutting up his ingredients since his arm is in a sling. I wasn't sure where that ing word was. <laughs> I know you're like, after everyone helping cutting. No nope, help <laughs> being cut. helping cutting his ingredienting. <laughs> I swear I can read, guys. No, I don't think so. I don't think I can. <laughs> not under pressure. Not when people are looking at me. And it's just, ew. <laughs> Even if I cover up your beautiful face, I would still be like, <laughs> and then we went to cutting the ingredients. Harry and Ron help Malfoy, <laughs> which gives Malfoy the opportunity to smirk, feel superior, and tell them that his father is going to get Hagrid fired. At the next table, Neville struggles with his shrinking solution and his fear of Snape makes the subject even harder for him. His potion is supposed to be green, but Snape berates him when he notices that Neville's potion is orange. Snape tells Neville that they will test his potion on his toad, Trevor, at the end of class and instructs Hermione not to help Neville. Dude, what the fuck, man? This is when... People are like, oh, Snape is my favorite character. I'm like, why? Why the fuck is he your favorite character? And then they always do the whole like, well, he did so much. He made such a sacrifice. I'm like, one good deed does not a good person make. Okay. 
He is yes. berating children. He is saying, let's gonna, we're gonna take this animal and we're gonna do shit to it and see what happens. Like yes. that's a fucking like sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a good person this at all. Okay. Yeah. This and, sounds like a serial killer, like yes. where they start to torture animals first. Yes. And He's not even wanting a good teacher should want to make their children improve and grow and learn. And he's not letting people help him get better. Mm-hmm. Like this is full on like a child, a child being thrown into the pool by its parents. And if the child drowned, they're like, well, I guess that kid wasn't meant to be <laughs> like, no, you have to fucking help them. Yes. Teach them. You should not be a teacher if this is how you teach. No, no. Oh, now I'm all riled up. (laughs) (laughs) Seamus asks Harry if he's heard. There's been a sighting of Sirius Black nearby. Malfoy gives Harry a mean look, asks Harry if he's planning on catching Black, and says that if he were in Harry's place, he'd be seeking revenge. Before Harry can make Malfoy explain what he means, Snape tells the class to clean up so they can test Neville's potion. Harry notices that Hermione has been whispering instructions to Neville, which what a good teacher she is. Yeah. It's almost, it's so weird that the, um, well, Snape is technically past the middle of his life right now. I was going to say the middle-aged man. Um, Like the 13 year old is more emotionally mature. And that's um, unfortunately not uncommon. Yeah. Yeah, but Hermione in the last yeah Hermione in what like the last chapter or so had to take care of drunk Hagrid. Yeah, like, we did not talk on that as much as we should have. Yes, but she's like sobering him up. She is sobering up somebody that is her grandfather's age. Hear me out. Okay, she does that so well and mm-hmm. with such ease that it makes me wonder if her parents mm-hmm. are also drunkards which is also mm-hmm. why she leaves her mm-hmm. house so often and like mm-hmm. stays for the holidays and goes to Ron's house. Like, yes, sometimes I worry. like, no, not sometimes a lot of the time I worry about Hermione's home life. Yes. Like is the pressure of being dentists and all of that, like really getting to them. Like as an, as a child, you don't think anything of this, but now as an adult, like reading last chapter with her helping drunk Hagrid. I'm like, she should not be doing this. First of all, I understand you live on campus. It's probably difficult to be like a grown up and have like grown up things. And then also close (laughs) to children. Totally get that. But yeah, if I I were around teenagers all year round, no, really break. Oh man. Mm -mm. Um, what do you think Draco actually knew? Because he was like, oh, don't you know, Potter? I know. I I don't know. I go back and forth. Can mm-hmm. I because I can see like um Mrs. Malfoy, what's her name? Narcissa. Yeah, Narcissa, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also trying to think of a witchy win right now, <laughs> so I'm going back and forth. Anywho, Narcissa. I can see Narcissa and Mr. Malfoy, (laughs) Lucius, thank you. Like telling like bedtime stories of Voldemort and (laughs) how they came to rise and his downfall. And 
I can Once see upon a time, there was a boy yeah. with no nose. <laughs> and exactly. More than anything in the world to kill all of the mudbloods. <laughs> yeah. Like I can, because I mean, obviously a lot of the Slytherins are mm-hmm. like supporters of Voldemort. So I wonder like how, I mean, they have to talk about them in good light, right? So mm-hmm. it's probably started at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to imagine that bedtime stories started a long time ago. And then right before school, Lucius was like, hey, you should go bother Harry Potter and remind him of mm-hmm. who killed his parents. I wonder if he didn't even know anything until Sirius Black escaped. And then he's like, they're like watching the telly one night. He's like, who's this disheveled little, little bitch getting out of Azkaban? And they're like, oh, that's actually Sirius Black. And then they like told him just like, he was best friends. Did you know that Sirius was actually best friends with James Potter? And he like fucking and him. Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a Venn diagram of friendship and the yeah. inner part was Sirius Black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had good side over on this side, mm-hmm. had bad side mm-hmm. over on this side. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he had that poster hanging up in his room. I get it. <laughs> Snape calls the class to gather around Neville's cauldron. He gives Trevor a few drops of the potion and Trevor turns into a tadpole. Sourly, Snape administers the antidote and then takes five points from the Gryffindor uh, uh, Gryffindor house. I don't know why I don't know how to talk properly. I'm so glad we started a podcast where I could talk all the time. Uh, he took away five points because Hermione helped. Ron is pissed about Snape as they walk to lunch and then stops when he realizes that Hermione is no longer behind them. They see her hurrying towards them and she insists that she had to go back for something um, and then her bag splits. Ron looks at the book she hands him and asks him why she has this. It's not a subject that she has for class today. Um, I do really like that the first three books are so like mystery based almost and it switches genre. um, I would say after four, but we see just little blips of Hermione not always being there. Yes, yes, absolutely. Later, the Gryffindors sit in the Defense Against the Dark Arts classroom with quills and parchments ready. Lupin arrives, announces that today will be a practical lesson, and leads the class towards the staff room. They run into Peeves the Poltergeist on the way, and Lupin shows the class a spell that sends the gum Peeves was stuffing in a keyhole into Peeves's nose. They find Snape in the staff room. As Snape starts to leave, he warns Lupin not to trust Neville with difficult tasks unless he has Hermione to help him. Mildly, Lupin says he actually liked Neville to help him with their first exercise. And Neville turns red as Snape leaves. Again, why is Snape so many people's favorite character? <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Like every single thing, I'm like, okay. All right, somewhere he's got to redeem himself. But then that one little tiny part, I'm like, yes, mm, no. no. And even when people are like, oh, well, Snape is a very gray character. I'm like, it's kind of a dark. It's a very, yeah. very dark gray. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. Like, it is no white little... in it. <laughs> yeah. There's like no good fleck. redeeming. Yeah. Uh, during this part, 
Harry, his inner monologue, he calls Filch a failed wizard, which I think is really funny because that's not what a squib is. Um, No, not really. <laughs> and it makes me wonder if that is something that the author just didn't describe well enough. Like Harry, as a character, did not find out well enough what a squib is. Or if it's like a fuck up on her part or what, because it just means that like, yeah, just don't have magical powers. Like, right. Like you weren't born with them. Yeah. Um, Not failed. He didn't fail out. Yeah. You never even got in, bro. Um, A squib was a human who had at least one magical parent, but did not inherit magic from said parent, a witch or wizard child but typically showed signs of magical abilities by seven. Any child who was not was very likely a squib, though there were possible late bloomers. Um, And they were, it does say that they were rare. Um, Even one being born into a family was unusual. So, but again, like he's not failing. He just didn't get it. Sorry, I couldn't hit mute <laughs> fast enough. I'm like, something's happening. <laughs> I'm <fine>. literally dying. <laughs> Please don't. Please do not die when I'm on Zoom with you. That would traumatize me. This is your, your fucking... real life bogger. Yes, Bogart. this is my real Bogart. life bogger. <laughs> I can't do shot. anything at all. <laughs> no, I. What am I supposed to do, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> He's not even here. That's. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like texting everybody right now dude i completely forgot that sophia needed to go to main campus tonight i don't have a car because chris's car is up in Monroe. chris took my car grace's car broke down Mm -hmm. dylan's writing an essay so i had to have dylan take me to kroger (laughs) so i could get dinner stuff and then sophia just texted me she's like hey what time are we leaving for main campus and i was like oh fuck i totally remember that in my defense, she asked me at noon today, and it's not on the calendar. Okay, yeah. Grace is going to borrow Dylan's car. Grace said, um, do I need to stay, pick up, just drop off, please. Thank you. Thank you. Now I have to get to Sophia real quick. I'm almost done, I promise. You're totally fine. Okay, Grace is taking you with Dylan's i'll pick you up at nine okay <laughs> crisis averted we're all good now no crisis definitely happened but i fixed it <laughs> no definitely had a fucking panic attack <laughs> yeah i did <laughs> fuck i'm failing as a mom <laughs> no dude i saw this tiktok today and it was um man i can't think of which baddie it is but um, she's like, if you see me excelling in life or at my career, it's because I'm missing my kids, you know, recital. And if you see me at the recital and being a baddie mom, it means I've dropped a project. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, for fucking real. Mm-hmm. It is a good, she does talk it back up, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I felt it like in my soul. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's no perfect triangle. Anyhow, back to Harry Potter. Thank you. Um, I'm failing just somewhere in my life right now. Never. Back to Harry Potter. 
<laughs> Lupin leads the class to a wardrobe and explains that there is a boggart inside. Hermione defines a boggart as a shape shifter that takes the shape of whatever scares the person most. And Harry says the class has an advantage because there's so many of them. The boggart may not know what shape to take. Lupin leads the class through the defensive charm. Ridiculous. And then asks Neville to join him. Neville nervously tells Lupin that he fears Snape the most. And then um, with prompting, Lupin tells, uh, tells Lupin about the clothes that his grandmother wears. Lupin instructs Neville to think of his grandmother's clothes when he says the charm. And Snape the Boggart will be forced into Neville's grandmother's clothes. Something that I literally just thought of is like, the author is so transphobic. That is so true. So she is equating like, oh, a man, somebody who's Dressed. male presenting, dressing in feminine attire is funny. Like yeah. I literally just thought of that. I never put that together. Man. I feel like I just got hit by a truck. <laughs> like, dude. I'm really okay, guys. seeing this Obviously, chapter. This is not funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Lupin asks the rest of the class to uh, think of what scares them the most and how to make it funny as they will take on the Bogart um, in turn. Harry thinks of Voldemort, but realizes he fears the Dementors more. Lupin begins the exercise before Harry is ready, which I love that because he's like, oh, I'm not ready, but everybody else is. So I guess I'll just get in line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, sure. Okay, great. Yeah. No biggie. Uh, Lupin begins the exercise before oh, Harry's ready. Neville successfully forces the Boggart Snape into a ridiculous hat and dress. Several other classmates tackle the Boggart, but before Harry has a chance, Lupin steps in. The Boggart turns into a white orb, and Lupin asks Neville to finish the Boggart. After Snape once again ends up in Neville's grandmother's clothes, the Boggart explodes. Lupin gives out points and assigns homework. Harry leaves the class feeling sad. He wonders why Lupin did not let him tackle the Boggart and wonders if uh, what Lupin thinks of him. Hermione says that she wishes, she wishes that she could have had a turn and Ron says, what would it be getting a nine out of a 10 on homework? Which is very close to actually what her Boggart is. What is her Boggart? I can't remember. Her Boggart is McGonagall telling her that she has failed. That's right. And at first it seems like, oh, <laughs> she's such a nerdy school dork. But if she fails, it means that she can't go and continue her education at Hogwarts. And she is no longer a witch. So also, she might be having family problems. And yeah. she's always set up for perfection. Yes. She cannot fail. Yes. Dude, the I, more I think about it, I'm like, this is what's happening in Hermione's house. Yes. Like, honestly, the Lupin thing or the serious, what is that guy's name? Snape okay. <laughs> in the grandmother's clothes. That thought has yeah. really just derailed me from thinking about literally anything else. Right. Now. I get it. I get it. I'm yeah. I'm focused. Yeah. Um, it's so I, sad. Yes. So I do want to go over this article on Screen Rant that talks about the different um Boggarts for certain characters. 
Harry, his is Dementors. Um, Ron is Spiders, which we did know. And I do like when they were like in class, he's like, you can make them have no legs. That'll be funny. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, he'll just roll around. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, Hermione Granger is a failure of a test. Um, Molly Weasley, but her family is dead. Neville Longbottom, Professor Snape, Remus Lupin. They describe it as a um, orb, and it is actually the full moon because he is a werewolf. In case um, what? You didn't listen <laughs> to our previous <laughs> chapters when we talk about him being a werewolf. Oh man! <laughs> so it says in this article that Voldemort Spogart would be his downfall. But I have also always heard it to be his death. And I guess they're kind of like one in the same. But in the article, it says nothing scares Lord Voldemort more than the thought that he can die. That's why he created the Horcruxes and everything. But I feel like his death and his downfall, like they're very similar, but they're kind of different. They're not totally the same. But I guess if you're biggest fear is you specifically dying if I if that is my fear and a boggart shows up and I see myself as a boggart dead then I'm like but that's not me because I'm right here Mm -hmm. that's true that is true um Draco yeah so yeah yeah it would have to be like more like I don't want to say out-of-body experience Mm because yeah it had to be different yeah. i guess um hagrid and draco both of their bogarts are lord voldemort's and one that i saw that i'm very confused about and i don't know where it actually says this if it says it anywhere in the source material or if we're just kind of like assuming but dumbledore's is his little sister ariana um, well, he did kind of see it happen whenever he went to the the lake and he had to drink mm-hmm. that potion that mm-hmm. made him relive. So mm-hmm. maybe we could somewhat assume that it's like that a bogger in liquid form. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's making you <laughs> yeah. relive your worst memories yeah. or thoughts or something. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where they're pulling it from. Because I don't think we yeah. ever see... Dumbledore speak of it or Mm-mm. I mean you don't even it. learn that Ariana is a person until he's already dead yeah yeah hmm, that's interesting yeah so I good chapter like, well, thanks I like Thank this you. one I think it really mm-hmm. shows Lupin's true colors mm-hmm. um it does make me a little confused as to why like I think I know the answer to this but he leaves out Hermione and Harry from uh, mm-hmm. changing the Boggart. And I think he leaves Hermione out too, just so Harry isn't completely left alone. Mm-hmm. And she's already so full of her, like not full of herself, but she's so confident in everything that she does that he's probably like, you know, we know she can get the spell. <laughs> Which is funny because at the end of the year, when they do their exams, she does not pass this part. Oh, really? Oh, I don't yes. remember that part. Yes, there is a part. It's like essentially like an obstacle course of yeah. an exam for um, the data class. Oh. And there is a bogger and 
she breaks down because she's so fucking stressed out at this point yeah. that she does not pass this section. So yeah. I do think that you are onto something with the whole, like, he doesn't want Harry to be the only one because he probably is always like, Harry is literally always singled out. So mm-hmm. I'm going to leave one of his friends out too. Yeah. Um, but it's probably a good thing that he left Ron in there. <laughs> yeah. Ron, um, Ron's being separated from the trio. Oh, He's shit. The one you're that right. gets to do it. Yeah. Maybe because, I mean, this is all speculation. Like, does he see that? Ron is kind of more in the shadows of both of them because it's the fucking boy who lived and like the smartest bitch in our class. Mm-hmm. So he's going to separate so he can do the spell and feel kind of like a badass accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I never even thought of that, even though I literally just talked about it last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I don't know about you, but in this chapter, all I could kind of think about was um, Monsters, Inc., the movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? They get screams for energy yeah. and then they change it into laughter at the end because laughter is more powerful than fear. Oh. And I'm like, that's literally what they're doing. With the oh, my gosh. That is so true. I never so, thought of that. Now I kind of want like a crossover episode. <laughs> We should make that happen. Uh, we should. <laughs> I'm going to contact my people at Disney and uh, okay. Warner Brothers. Perfect. See what we can do. Cool. Love it. <laughs> Include me, please. Yes. I'll CC you on that email. <laughs> um, cool. Do you want to get into Witchy Wins? Um, why don't you go first? Okay. So um, my Witchy Win is Bob and Deanne, which are our parents. They... Mm-hmm came in, um, had, I was really like, you know what? I'm going to get my car fixed. It's been making this really weird noise. I'm going to be doing some traveling soon. Um, I want to make sure that I don't break down on the side of the road, um, either my car or myself. Um, (laughs) so I took it in and I had to pay a fee of, I don't know, of what uh, the amount of money that a small country like it was basically it was a like a million galleons a million galleons I, it was a million galleons <laughs> i don't yeah. know the conversion rate um but i'm gonna say it's right around there yeah and thank god for bob and deanne because they let me borrow their car until mine is fixed which should be tomorrow good um but they were very helpful and I full on was just crying on the phone talking to mom about this. Oh. This is so much money. Oh, now girl, I that need is to, a lot of money. Now I need to go and I need to um, try to win a Triwizard tournament to you pay back some organs. I would love to sell my organs to get more money. Girl, I'm pretty sure I got a few extra in there. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure if we can call mine a witchy win. It's just a witchy that I'm just going to vent out real quick. Um, So I came across some kids that were basically being ignored um, their preferences by their family. Mm -hmm. And it's super fucking disheartening. And when I heard of it, um, they are friends of my daughter's and it broke my fucking heart. Mm -hmm. So. I monthly, I donate monthly to um, Planned Parenthood and the Trevor Project. And then after that, I also bought like a shit ton of Pride 
products from an LGBTQ um, small business off of Etsy. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to ask all of our listeners to do the same. You can go to thetrevorproject.org and donate there. And it actually um, kind of, it's an organization that provides um, help towards the LGBTQ plus teen community, Mm -hmm. which is super, super helpful. So I would just invite everybody to go there and just donate in someone's name. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's yes. When you told me that story, like it doesn't surprise me because we do live in the Bible belt and a very, I mean, it's still a red state. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's just really fucking upsetting. I was I was so sad when I heard it and I like it infuriated me. I had like mm-hmm. flames coming out of my head. I was like, let me go find this Karen mom and be her. No, I wouldn't beat her. And but verbally- I was like full on like yeah. ma- mama bear, like protection mode. I was like, mm-hmm. I will adopt this child right now. Yes. I honestly, um, Matt and I were talking about something like a week or so ago. I don't know. It could have been years ago. Um, <laughs> And I have always like said, I don't want children. I don't want children. But if I ever am at the point where I was like, you know what? I do think I want a kid. I would want to foster or adopt. And I would want it to be probably an older child because I don't want um, babies. But I'm like, I want to give this child that their parents are not respecting their pronouns and who they are. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to give that child (laughs) good home. And sadly, there are a lot of teens still up for adoption Mm -hmm. or um, they are in foster care system. And those are the kids that are never adopted. Mm -hmm. And there are unfortunately so many kids that are kicked out or disowned by their family Mm -hmm. because of this. Yes. So, um, and if you have another, um, you know, project that you donate to that maybe I don't know of DM us and I would be more than happy to give them a shout out and support in any way that we can. Perfect. We will have links to um, the Trevor project Planned Parenthood and that Etsy shop in our show notes. Yes, for sure. In our summary, going to be a link that says linktree dot until the very end. So something like that, <laughs> click on that. It's going to open up a page. You're going to be able to find our Instagram, our Twitter, uh, personal and pod and anything else that you want to do. Exactly. Yes. Love it. I thought you were going to say it. something okay, else. Cool. <laughs> I was just agreeing with you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, did it freeze? Nope. I'm still here. <laughs> yes, queen. You click on those links. Yes. You better slay mother. <laughs> yes. And go rate review and subscribe while you're there. Yes, for sure. All right. You'll stay with me until the very end. Bye. Oh my gosh, the cat peeked up above your head as soon as you said bye. She was like, what? Hi, Salem. Like just little ears like came up above your head and they went back down. It's like dinner? Is this happening? <laughs> they said it. They said it's the very end. I mean, We're, we're done. done. It's the end. <laughs>